Hello and welcome to Philly Sports Fans, the podcast where we talk about your Philadelphia Eagles and the most current topics surrounding the team. Also, we take deep dives into the long, rich history of the National Football League. We are here to provide you with in-depth analysis, comments, and debates on your favorite team. I'm your host, Matthew. And I'm your co-host and producer, Evan. Hello and welcome to Philly Sports Fans, the podcast where we talk about your Philadelphia Eagles and the most current topics surrounding the team. Also, we take deep dives into the long, rich history of the National Football League. We are here to provide you with in-depth analysis, comments, and debates on your favorite team. I'm your host, Matthew. And I'm your co-host and producer, Evan. Well, whoa, and we are back after the Eagles got a rare win. That's that's a little bit surprising, you know. That's, when was the last time that happened? Uh, the last time that happened was the. Oh my God, that was a long time ago. I think it was the Cowboys game, right? I'm honestly not sure. It it's great that it's happened Cowboys. again. We've been we've so, needed this. Well, I'm on the draft position side. I I didn't want them to win, but um, you know I'm. That guy who wants the team. You're to that win. guy who wants the team to tank every year unless they win the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I, I, I want Jamar Chase he, or Micah Parsons. Either one. They're both phenomenal players. But, anyways, honestly, I think even if they slide a little bit in the draft order, they're going to get it because the top, the people with the, the teams with the presumptive top picks don't really have a need, uh, have needs stronger than wide receiver. For example, you know Dallas. Uh, New York. Both, both New York corner. both New Yorks have bigger problems than wide receiver. Jets, quarterback, Giants. Jets everything. Jets everything except O tackle. No, left tackle. Their second offensive tackle needs work at the I forget uh, who he is. Yeah, but they're not gonna spend two top eleven picks. No, but the Jaguars aren't gonna take a wide receiver. So I mean I, I feel like even if the Eagles slide a little bit, they're still in a good position to take a Jamar Chase. Or Micah Parsons. All right. So. Jamar Chase and then Micah Parsons. If Micah Parsons is a. If Jamar Chase is not available, but Micah Parsons is. I like Jamar Chase better. All right. Should we just hop right into Matthew's weekly rant? I feel like this is. I think we should. This is. All right. You know the dealio. Do you have the timer up? Crap. I have no idea what I wanted to say. Oh my God. Um. I just have to think of something. There, there's a lot. Um, there's always a lot to rant about at the Eagles for. But should I do my first NFL rant or no? No. Um, no, let's Eagles keep this Eagles. Should, do I dare to do Carson Wentz rant? Because if... Yeah, let's keep it timely. Let's keep it timely? All right. So I guess... That means no for the Carson Wentz rant. I'll do a rant on um, the training staff. Boom. Because the Eagles training staff may be the biggest villain of this entire season. Villain. I am going to... I'm going to take a step back. You don't really need to take a step back. It's going to be fine. All right. Evan, your time starts in three... And your time starts in three, two, one. I, I I meant go when I said when I said three, two, one. Three, two, one, start. 
the Eagles training, it, 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 it's a disaster. They're, what have they been doing the entire season? Have they been drinking beers and hanging around watching TV? Because they sure haven't been helping out the Eagles. The Eagles are now without their top two corners, their top safety, basically their entire offensive line. But I don't think I have to go into too much depth about the injuries. I, it's been a terrible injury season, and it has been for the past three years. The past three years, the Eagles have done absolutely nothing to help themselves out with injuries, and that falls on the shoulders of the training staff. That That's all they have to do. That's their job. Their job. Their, their job is to make sure the Eagles are healthy. Yeah, look where the Eagles are. They're, they're, they're the most injured, banged up team in football. What are they doing? They certainly aren't helping the Eagles. And, it's, it, and for as many problems as the Eagles have had this season, the injuries have recently been like swept under the bus. But they can't be. This is one of Stop. the most important issues of the entire Stop. season. Your time's up. In case right. you, uh, Matthew, in case you can tell, uh, your time is up. Yeah, I know. Not my best rant, but um, I... any rant is a good rant. I'm saving my Wentz rant for, or my Wentz arguments for a bit later in the show. And speaking of Carson Wentz, let's talk about Jalen Hurts because those two are forever intertwined and. That will how it probably will be for the next. Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts are just like Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa. They will always be compared. More like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. But yeah. No, because they're. I don't know anything about basketball, so you can no. take care of that. So, you you can take my what word for is it. Is the word on the street this week, Matthew? What? What is the word on the street this week? About what? Basketball or Hurts? Because. The, the Eagles. All right, let, let's just go right away. The Eagles. The Saints. Wow. The word on the street about the Saints is that Drew Brees is coming back next week. But the word on the street about the Eagles is, you know, I've been reading a lot of stuff. I've, I've been looking at a lot of stuff. And I think people are are on the, on the rookie hype train where the guy plays one good game and we're all over him, which, I mean, there's absolutely no doubt he played a he played a very solid game. Dare I say, great game. I mean, I, I, dare I, you say? No, you didn't say he played a great game, did you? You know what? I'm gonna take that back. He played a very good game. It was it was a okay, solid game. Like it. Yeah, that that's me and all my once loving glory. But um, <laughs> now, in the first in the first half, he. He looked like a franchise quarterback. He was he was keeping the chains moving with his legs. He was making some good throws, which I sur- I was expecting the runs, but not the throws. He had a he had a very good throw to Alshon Jeffrey. Yes, he had uh-huh. one good throw. Mm-hmm. That throw, mm-hmm. that one. I, I feel like I I just have to throw in there that once would have made the throw. It, it, uh, of he, course you have to say that. Well, I mean, yeah, so uh, he would have made the throw. Mm-hmm. He has Definitely. made that throw in the past. He he has made the throw in the past, and he certainly will. He certainly would have done. There's it again. a big difference between the past and the present. He has made it that throw this season. Like, are you under sure? Duress, I, I, under duress, he keeps trying to keep the play alive. So. <laughs> Our takeaways from the Saints game. Hurts played uh, a good, not he great. He doesn't game. always try and keep it. Our, 
our takeaways from the Saints game. Okay, so we have to move on. Hertz played a good, not great game, but a good game. The most important stats of the entire game is that he didn't throw a pick and he didn't get sacked. That is huge because that was that that's been the biggest problems. Should, should we talk about the offensive line for a sec? Okay. Yes. You really want to bring me down like that? No, no the offensive line played well. Which um, the, what what offensive line? I don't I don't know which offensive line you're talking about Eagles because they offensive. no longer exist. The Eagles' offensive line. Yes, had a solid the game. entire the line that is now all injured. Well, the entire line has been injured for the entire season. The the offensive line oddly played well, and while I've been hearing, or or all I've been hearing, that the offensive line played well because Hertz is able to move. That, that's that's simply not true, though. Uh, I, I mean, and, and so watch the game tape. Like the offensive line blocks yeah. better than I'm going to say. Well. Wentz. But well, Hertz may be faster than Wentz. They're they're just as mobile. I mean, you can't really say you can't really say that the reason that the offensive line doesn't give didn't give up its usual six sacks is because Hertz is mobile. I mean, that's that's just not a, a fair argument. Hertz certainly didn't hurt. No pun intended. No pun intended. And I'm sorry. Are you sure about that? that? It seems like um, that was pretty much intended. Yeah, as completely intended. But um, and I am going to use that multiple more times throughout the segment. But um. There's the old saying that you're only as strong as your weakest link. The Eagles' weakest link is Jason Peters, and Jason Peters was out of the game. And it just so happens the offensive line blocked better. Hmm. Who, who, who would have thought that? And personally, you know, I love Jason Peters. Why? He's he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but if he played like this his entire career, he'd be cut as fast as Jermon Brown. Who's that? Mr. I fix my gloves in the middle of the play and then sack Carson Wentz. He got cut. Then he was brought back to the practice squad. Then back to the active roster. Then cut again. It was a whole, it was a whole saga with him. He, he was Philadelphia public enemy number one for a couple weeks there. But um, should we talk about the second half of the game? Because I feel like that's sure. important. And we tend to leave that out. We only talk about the very good first half he had. We don't talk about the not so very good second half he had he had uh, do you want to talk about the uh, the onside kick that was almost recovered what are you doing eagles almost pulled a falcons well that probably was recovered by the saints too yeah i i have a good feeling that it was mm-hmm. i i don't have a good feeling i, 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 I mean i don't have a good play. feeling. i just believe that it was mm-hmm. it, 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 i mean the saints ball which... basically the eagles pulled a falcons there Mm-hmm. Or almost did. Also, what a throw by um, Taysom Hill to Jared Cook in the end zone. Yeah, what a throw play. and what a catch. I, but, did, even, I just have to be impressed by that. Let's go back to Jalen Hurts' second half for a second because that's my strongest argument. Um, he passed for 70 yards, ran for 20. And the ran for 20 it is very important because um, he, the whole thing with Hurts is that he's a He's a great runner, and if he only runs for for 20 yards and a half, then that certainly, that's like if Aaron Rodgers can't throw the deep ball. Like, that's Rodgers' entire thing, and if it's not working, then he's just a so-so quarterback. But Hurts, like, didn't play well in that second half. He kind of played subpar, and, 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 and he just didn't provide the same energy 
which I and while the Saints are good defense, I wouldn't expect that that phenomenal. Or, crap! I said phenomenal. I wasn't supposed to say that. Um, I'm a guy, but for that very good first half, I, I wouldn't expect that to translate into into the next games. Yeah, and um, I feel so. I feel so bad for uh, Jalen Hurts because Jake Elliott just pulled the biggest goof of all time. That's not like What was it, like a 20-yard field goal? We did the five biggest screw-ups of all time in our last episode. Pulled the so biggest if... eagles. I mean, what are you doing, Jake Elliott? I felt so bad for Hurts there because he had pulled off just an incredible drive. And then just to see Jake Elliott goof that badly, it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, and the Eagles have seven million in cap space committed to him next season. So another great signing, Howie Roseman. That mm-hmm. Howie year. Roseman, you know, the best general manager in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, deserves all the trust and all the responsibility from Jeffrey Lurie because you know he can do no wrong. Should, should we talk about? I mean, he's he's better than Brett Veach. He's the best, of course. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the run game for a bit here because? The Eagles combined to rush for almost 250 yards. So, very, very impressive. I mean, especially against a, a pretty stout uh, de- uh, Saints run defense. Obviously, their pass defense is their strength, but their run defense is really—it's it, not—it's not bad. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Care to elaborate on that a little bit more? <clears throat> what do you mean? I mean, they have been. I mean. They're, they're a top five run defense. They're like, I don't know, top three in pass or something. But they're, they're a top five run defense. Uh, they don't allow, they don't they don't let big runs. They don't let up big runs. Sure, they, they might allow, you know, their yards per carry can get a little high sometimes in games, but they don't allow the big runs. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're very good at bending but not breaking. They the big runs. What? Well, they did allow the big run. Or they, they, they the, did the, the single that one big run. Big run. But just a point that I... And we're back. Wait, I'm not ready. I gave you a 3-2-1 countdown with uh, a quick around the NFL segment for you because we know our Eagles one went a little bit long. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're going to do uh, top five receivers in the NFL, teased a little bit in our, de- in our debate earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yell at Evan a uh, lot. So Probably it's going to be fun. My right. these are my top five. No. Okay, let's hear it. Number one, Tyreek Hill. Uh, <laughs> Number two, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Number three, I've thought about this a little bit and changed. I put I have Devontae Adams at three. Okay. I have uh, Stefan Diggs at four. Mm-hmm. And at five, wide receiver. Number five in the National Football League. Are you ready to be shocked? I am. Justin Jefferson. No way. I, I, I have I have him at five too. That's insane. Wait, really? Oh, this we, is crazy. Yes. Yes. All right. This was this was Air not high five. We did, we did not plan on this. High five through Zoom. Boom. Yes. All right. So we you. actually agreed on something. All right. Your top five. At number five, I have Justin Jefferson. At number four. I have Stefan Diggs. At number three, I have Amart Namja. I have Tyreek Hill. At number two, 
I have DeAndre Hopkins. And at number one, I have Devontae Adams. So let's start with All right, let's start Justin, with Justin Jefferson. Jefferson and make our case for that. Prove some people to might the be people like... or prove to the person that is that the one person we have in our audience. But <laughs> let's explain to them why Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson is number five. Top five receiver. Yep. All right. Let's look the at his Eagles stats from this year as a number two wide receiver for him for years. Now, all our other players are top, are number one receivers on their team. Justin Jefferson isn't even a number one receiver mm-hmm. on his team. This year, he has 92 targets, 65 mm-hmm. receptions, 1,078 yards, 16.6 yards per reception, which is phenomenal. Uh, seven touchdowns. Boom. In a 70% catch rate. But um, the Eagles made a massive mistake not taking Jefferson. Like, oh, oh my God. Where would we be if we had Justin Jefferson? Probably. Well, he probably wouldn't be as good because our coaching staff can't develop yes. players. So, yeah. But he he's still a phenomenal player. Just hit, his route running is so crisp, and it, it's just so oh, it's pretty crispy. to watch. It's so oh, pretty. Yes, Tostitos route running. Crunch, crunch, crisp, crisp. No, that no. Please never say that again. But um, maybe we can get Tostitos to sponsor us. He he is he's a solid contested catcher. He his route run. Oh my god, his route running. Oh God! I'm gonna say he's a. I'm gonna say he's a little bit better than average at contested. Mm-hmm. He his hands are phenomenal. He's just a great wide receiver. So let's move on to four. Where do we both have Stefan Diggs at four? Uh, I believe so. All right, Stefan Diggs. Uh, I believe he leads the league in, in receiving receptions right? and yards. I believe. And yards. Oh wow! Yeah. So don't while, quote me on that, but I think he does. While the main reason he he's leading the, the league in, in receiving yards is because he's basically the only target that Josh Allen has. John um, Brown, Cole Beasley. Mm, mm, mm. Cole Beasley's been, been a, actually a much bigger part of their offense this year. All right, so these but are his for this still year. By far the the top. Right, so target. you know, you all know I love stats. So he has 134 targets, uh, 100 receptions. 1,167 yards, 11.7 yards per reception, five touchdowns, and boy, that route running. Oh, my. Mm. What? Three of the guys in our top five are phenomenal route runners. Oh, Stefan Dix. Oh, God. Just just watch, um, watch any of his games and just zoom in real close. He can run an out. He can run an in. He can run a slant. He can run a streak, and his route running will be phenomenal every time. He can play at every spot on the field. Slot, outside. Um, he could probably play in the backfield if he wanted to. On end arounds, I, I, I could see him doing that. Like he And, yes, while he's a phenomenal route runner, he's also fast. Like, he's a fast I guy. honestly think that he's a deep ball or a vertical wide receiver. Like, I, I believe he's purely he's a pure route runner who just happens to have like really really good speed, but I, I think his main asset is his route running. So, Stefan Diggs uh, leads the league in 
uh, receptions. I d actually, I'm reconsidering. I don't believe he leads the league in receiving, but definitely has to be up there. And he's really helped Josh Allen just continue to elevate into one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I you hate that, but I, I love hate it. it when you say that. I hate it when you say that. I, no, no. Okay. There's my uh, Josh. So he was, in case you didn't know, he was on the receiving end of the famous Minnesota miracle. Mm. All right. Moving on to number three, I have Tyreek Hill. Evan's not happy about that. I'm I think that that. I think that's the perfect place to put Tyreek Hill, because there's no denying that he is the fastest player in the NFL. He may be the fastest player in NFL history. I think no, he has a case he's not the John fastest Ross. player in NFL history. I think he has a case over John Ross. No, John Ross is not the fastest player in NFL history. Don't you dare say Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson is the fastest player. There in NFL it is. History. Hand time four one two, and Deion's think... number two. I think that I think Tyreek Hill is the fastest player in NFL no. history. And Deion Sanders is the second fastest. And he and timed four one nine. Tyreek Hill is fastest. the fastest player in NFL history. Tyreek Hill's fastest hand times is a four two one. His official is a four two five, which is still. I mean, obviously, I have him up higher, so I'm not trying to bring him down. Uh, my number three, Devonte. Adams. No. I know no, you hate it when I say that. No. But I love no, it when I say it. No. 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 Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Why do you so, have Devontae Adams, Adams is the uh, the best route runner in the league? Not even close. I uh, it's close. No, it's not. It's close to to Von Diggs, but he's no, the it's best. Devonte Adams is the rest. Uh there's actually a video of Ch uh Chad Johnson uh Obviously, of Josenka, one of the best route runners in NFL history, crying because Devonte watching Devonte Adams route running. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I, I feel that I feel that strongly, but his route running is impeccable. Uh, he's the favorite target of Aaron Rodgers. You know, his usual game he usually has you know ten receptions, hundred thirty yards, touchdown. Mm -hmm. It's his usual game. Uh, he this year carries me has, in fantasy football. Carries me. He has 121 targets for 91 receptions, 1,144 yards, 12.6 yards per reception, and a league-leading 14 touchdowns. Hmm. Also league-leading uh, 104 yards a game. Oh, my God. So, He's a beast. All right. At number two, we'll oh, see if all... The, all of those numbers are um, with him missing two games. We'll save all of the screaming for the number one spot but at number two we have deandre hopkins who at 28 years old may already be a surefire hall of famer oh he is 100 percent. he's guaranteed a spot in the hall of fame if he well, if he retired disagree if, he, on that. if he retired right now he maybe not first ballot but he's a hall of famer i'm not sure about that but he there's no denying that he is an exceptional player there there He's isn't a anything. Phenomenal player. Uh, he was a three. He was a uh, th the past three years. Uh, he's been an All Pro. So I mean, obviously that trend's going to continue this year. Mm -hmm. With uh, through 13 games, he has 127 targets, 94 receptions, 1,155 yards, 12.3 yards per reception, and five touchdowns. Uh, he's been robbed of a few touchdowns. He's been very close. Uh, but I mean. <sighs> He's been 
you, you really, he's the most, re- I'm going to say he's the most reliable target in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that title goes to Devontae Adams, but he's certainly, re- he's certainly I, I put Devontae is, Adams at two there. He's, he's very, very reliable. He's a consistent pair of hands. He's Even a, when he's not open. He's physical. He's, he, he's a route runner. Like he, he's he's, just a, his route running is a little player. bit underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not the fastest guy, but even when he's not open, he's open. He's some nice burst. Um, he's a little bit of nice burst. I, obviously, he doesn't have you know top ten speed, but mm-mm. what he makes up for that with his exceptional contested catching and his just raw skill is amazing. But I, I, his, his, he has the be- I'm gonna say he has the best hands in the NFL. I might have to agree with you there. He yeah. might have the best hands. It's, it's certainly close. It's close, but I'm going to say he has the best hands in the NFL. So, yeah. I think Michael Thomas has a case, but... um, Not this year. No, still this year. He's still a consistent pair of hands, but um, anyways. All right, time for the number one debated one. Number one. Devontae Adams, the best... Harry Kill. The best route runner in the NFL, the most consistent... The best receiver in the NFL. Tyree Kill, the four-time Pro Bowler... Two-time All-Pro. Uh, he made the he made the All-2010s team. He's a Super Bowl champ. He's done it all already. Stop reading off his pro football he, reference page and make an actual case. Uh, he was honestly just his story is great too. He was a uh, a running back coming out of uh, high school, drafted in the fifth round as a running back receiver hybrid, and boy has he exploded this year. He has. 119 targets for 77 receptions, 1,158 yards, 15 yards per reception, and tied for lead leading 14 touchdowns. Now, I said with DeAndre Hopkins, even when he's not open, he's open. Tyreek Hill is always open. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. He He's open a lot, but if he's not open in the first two or three seconds, that, then he isn't going to be open at all because... I'm going to say his deep route running is, I'm going to say maybe not his short and medium. He's not the greatest at, you know, slants or some quick ends, but his deep route running is pretty good. He, he, he's, I'm going to say he's, he's a very good stop and go. Uh, He's great getting off the line. And uh, I'm going to say he's, 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 he gets open a pretty good bit. But, but only downfield. If, If he's not open within the first couple of seconds, he probably won't be. He, he's not, he's certainly not the most, um, he's, he's certainly not the best at, at catching the football. That's that uh, might be he, his. He doesn't his drop passes. No, he doesn't. But, uh, I mean, I, and even his. I mean, even his contesting catches is, is a little underrated. Do you see that? Um, he can just jump up in the air and just like go over people to catch. He he can dive into a crowd, fine, but he he isn't anything special like it's fine but with a 425 official 42540 he definitely plays like a 42 mm-hmm. he he plays best like best player in the league play. not even close mm-hmm. he's the best player in, in NFL history but he's not the fastest player in NFL history yes he is oh my he's gosh. not Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders are both ahead of him but um and then Daryl Green never heard of him then you got some research to do yeah I, I I, I probably do, but and then bullet Bob Devontae Adams and then single Devonte Adams single-handedly 
picks up that Packers offense, him and Aaron or, or, actually not single-handedly, but him and Aaron Rodgers. Double-handedly. Yes. Two-handedly. <laughs> pick up that offense and carry them to what will probably be the one seed in just because the Ty- just because Tyreek Hill isn't the only good player on his offense doesn't mean he doesn't help his team more than you can uh, account for. I'd like to see Tyreek Hill as the only option, though. Oh, uh, he'd get, he'd have way more yards. I can tell you that. He he'd have way. Uh, I think he might have less the because is, he's so hard to cover. Because you can watch somebody will give him ten yards. Uh, a like a decently fast DB will give him ten yards. Of cushion, and he'll still he'll still blow by him. Devonte Adams is the Aaron Donald uh, of offense. He's but not three though. guys on him. He'll he'll still get open. Patrick Mahomes is the Aaron Donald of offense, or is Aaron Donald the Patrick Mahomes of defense? Neither, because yeah. because the the positions are just so different. You can't. It's impossible to to compare them. But all right, I think that we have both made, <laughs> exhausted uh, our supply. Uh, yeah. I, I, I started to run out of arguments there at the end. But all right, that will wrap it up for yep. our Around the NFL segment and, and uh, this episode. Uh, email us with your list and uh, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Philly Sports Fans Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to reach out, you can reach us at phillysportsfans1 at gmail.com. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-H-A-N-S-1 at gmail.com, fans spelled with a P-H. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.